Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies, we are on week two of this series on overcoming. So just a little brief introduction. So recently, I've had so many of you all writing to me, asking me for the verses on secret sins, asking me how you can overcome addictions, how you can get out of relationships that you know are not God-honoring. So this week's episode and last week's episode talk all about how you can overcome anything that is holding you back from being all that God has created you to be. Last week, we also talked about how change isn't change until you make a decision to change. You have to make that decision. Okay, God, I want to overcome this. I want to get past this. I don't want this holding me back anymore. I don't want it hurting me anymore. Make that decision. And once you make that decision, the enemy is going to do everything he can to pull you right back in. And so you have to keep standing strong and following the steps that I began to give you last week and then will continue to give you this week. Take those steps, apply them to your life and watch how freedom comes. John eight thirty one and 32 say, if we abide in God and his word abides in us, then we can know the truth and that truth that we know makes us free. See, a lot of times we hear that verse quoted as set you free, but there is such a huge difference between being set free and being made free. When we're set free, if we are in a prison cell and we are set free, somebody comes alongside of us with the keys and they let us out and we're set free. But when we're made free, Jesus said, all you have to do is believe in me, make me your Lord and Savior, and I will give you the keys at any time you find yourself in that prison cell. Now you, with the word of God, can step into freedom. Nobody needs to set you free because now you have what you need to be made free. So it starts with making that decision and then change how you see yourself on the inside. If you see yourself as somebody who struggles with sin, if you see yourself as somebody who struggles in relationships, if you're constantly seeing yourself doing those things, you're always going to fall right back into those same things. So see yourself as being made free. See yourself as being an overcomer. See yourself as being like Romans 8.37 says, more than a conqueror. See, a conqueror is somebody who goes into battle knowing that they can win. More than a conqueror, they go into battle knowing that the battle has already been won. Jesus has won the battle for you. You are free. You're already free. It doesn't matter what you did a minute ago. It doesn't matter what you did an hour ago. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday. You are free because God has given you that freedom. So again, we're going to talk about eight steps that you can take that will help you maintain that freedom that Jesus has already given you. I'm going to do a brief recap. Number one, 
Grow in your walk with God. A relationship with Jesus is everything. In Philippians 3, 7 through 11, we see that Jesus is the most important relationship that we could possibly have. And it starts by spending your day with God. Now, last week we talked about the first 15 and what that means is take the first 15 minutes of your day. Take five minutes to spend reading the Bible. And if you want to know more about how you can do that and really get something out of it, I highly encourage you to listen to last week's episode. And then spend the next five minutes in prayer and the last five minutes in worship. If you have not yet downloaded the Uncommon Teen app, I encourage you go ahead and download that app. You can download it at uncommonteenapp.com and you will see on that app, there is a Bible app there. There's a worship playlist there. And on the app, you will see a tab that says worship playlist. If you're not sure what songs to worship to, start there. There are 10 of some of my favorite worship songs on there. All right, number two, receive a revelation of God's grace for you. First Peter 1, 2 through 4 says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. God says when you get a revelation of how much he loves you, he will multiply that grace and that peace to you. Grace just means Getting what Jesus deserved. Jesus walked this life without sin. He never messed up a day in his life. And God says, I'm giving you what Jesus deserves. What is that? It's joy, freedom, gifts, favor, benefits. I mean, who could use those? I know I could. God says they're yours. And he's going to multiply those to you as you get a revelation of how much God really does love you. How do you do that? Get into the Bible and read some verses about God's great love for you. There are so many verses that talk about how much he loves you. Then number three, see yourself as God sees you. When you give your life to Jesus, sin no longer has power over you. That doesn't mean that you can't sin anymore or that you won't sin anymore. It just means that it cannot keep you bound because you have Jesus on your side. And so you are free. Romans 6, 12 through 14 says, do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give into sinful desires. Don't let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God for you were dead, but now you have a new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Sin is no longer your master for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Ladies, that's good news. And number four, this is the last one we talked about last week. Renew your mind to the word of God concerning whatever area is holding you back. Psalm 119, 9 through 11 says, and this is David talking to God. He says, how can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word, Lord. I seek you, Lord, with all my heart. Do not let me astray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Ladies, the more we get into the word of God concerning those areas that are holding us back, the more that we hide it in our heart, the more that we're able to stay free and on that path of purity. If it's fear holding you back, look at verses on trusting God in peace. If it's inappropriate materials or secret sins, look at verses on purity and integrity. If it's using language you know you're not supposed to be using, look up verses on wholesome speech. They're there. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The more you get God's word in you, the more that you can renew your mind to what his word says, and the more that John 8, 32, you are made free. All right. So number five, you can't win from a losing position. 
What that means is that sometimes we can put ourselves in positions where we are not going to win. Maybe you're having a challenge with a relationship, keeping it godly. And maybe you find yourself going to his house a lot and hanging out in his room. That's not a winning position. So maybe what you could do instead is hang out with a group of friends. I will tell you, group dating is always better than one-on-one dating because there's a lot less that happens in groups than one-on-one. And two, when you're dating in groups, you really get to see his true personality. Because a lot of times guys can put on a show and they can pretend to be somebody they're not just to get you. So you really got to be thinking about how can I keep myself out of losing positions? One person that I think about in the Bible who placed himself in a losing position and lost was Samson. Samson was a Nazarite. As a Nazarite, he could not touch a dead body. He could not shave the hair on his head and he could not drink wine nor touch grapes. But we see in Judges 16 that Samson had a little problem. He really liked the pretty girls. So he was down by the vineyards one day, which why would Samson be by the vineyards? He can't touch grapes or drink wine. Why is he near a vineyard? But that's where he was when he met Delilah. And Delilah was his downfall, but it didn't start there. First, Samson had gone down to the vineyards. He placed himself in a losing position that led him to meeting Delilah, which led him to his downfall and ultimately his death. Good intentions are not enough to keep us free from sins or addictions. We have to make sure that we are taking preventative measures and not putting ourselves in those losing positions. 2 Timothy 2.22 says, flee also youthful lust. It means run far away from those sins that are holding you back. But pursue, chase after righteousness or a right standing with God. Chase after faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Do whatever you need to do in order to be free. Number six, and this one's hard, probably the toughest thing that we talk about today. But completely distance yourself from the people who are going to bring you down. If you are in a relationship with somebody and you know that every time you're around them, it always leads to things that you don't want to do, I encourage you. It is hard, but completely distance yourself from them because both you and him, you need to grow in your walk with God and take time to heal. Because ladies, there is a reason why God says to wait until you're married. Because when you come together with a man you become one with him. And if you are not married, it destroys a piece of you. Now, if you have engaged in that, there is forgiveness and you can become pure again. No doubt about it. Our God is amazing. But I'm telling you that every time you are with a person, they take a little bit of your heart and you're connecting your soul together with theirs. And when that relationship ends, It destroys a little piece of you. And I don't want that for you, ladies. I don't want it for you. Yes, you can become whole again. Yes, you can be healed. Yes, God can make you pure again. Absolutely, there is no condemnation. But I encourage you, if you are in that place right now, there is a reason why God tells us to wait until marriage. Ladies, we all have a need to be accepted. We all have a need to belong. You don't have to get your acceptance and your sense of belonging from those around you. You don't have to get your acceptance and your sense of belonging from a man. You can only truly get your acceptance and your sense of belonging from God. And he loves you and accepts you just the way that you are. 
Many times we hear that we need to be cautious about the people that we surround ourselves with, the people that we bring into our inner circle. Here is why. When you feel accepted by somebody, and this can be a friend or it can be a relationship that you're in. When you feel accepted by them, they begin to influence your life. When you get comfortable around them, you begin to drop your guard. And when you drop your guard, you begin to pick up whatever their values are and their morals are. You begin to take them on as your own. And if they're not walking in the same direction as you, you're going to end up heading in the same direction that they're going in. It's not worth it, ladies. It's not. It's not worth it. If there are places that you go, maybe you go to a friend's house and you know that when you're there, you fall into sin. Maybe you go and you visit websites or you watch movies that are not appropriate that you know that your parents wouldn't be okay with. I encourage you, avoid going there. If you know that you're getting onto websites on your laptop or your phone and you shouldn't be, talk to your parents about it. Get on your phone and put an internet protection on your phone and on your laptop at the highest level of protection so that you are protected and kept safe. It's worth it, ladies. If you're texting people or they're texting you inappropriate texts, block them. Ladies, it's not worth going down that path. I can tell you, as somebody who has worked with teens for over 20 years, I've seen these things destroy teen girls, and I don't want that for you. Number seven, ask for forgiveness and get rid of the condemnation. It is easier to forgive others than it is to forgive yourself. If you've confessed your sins to God and you've repented, and that just means that you're turning from your sin, you're turning from those bad choices that you've made, and now you choose to turn to God. That's all that word repentance means. But you're still thinking about what you did, and you're playing it over and over and over and over in your mind, and you're beating yourself up, and you're talking to yourself about how bad of a person you are. That's condemnation. That is not where God wants you. Romans 8.1 says that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Condemnation will cause you to keep falling back into that same sin over and over and over again, because all you're doing is thinking about it and how you'll never measure up. God will never condemn you. He will convict you through the Holy Spirit, but he will never condemn you. Condemnation focuses on attacking your identity. It says, because you did this, you're a terrible person. Because you did this, you don't measure up. That is condemnation. And God is not that way. Conviction focuses on what you did. It says, my daughter, I love you so much. You have such a high calling. And this sin, this choice that you're making is hurting you. And it's keeping you back from walking in who I created you to be. And then number eight, our final one, find an accountability partner. This can be your parents. This can be your youth pastor. This can be your mentor. This can be somebody who loves Jesus that you can connect with and feel safe with. Ladies, if you don't feel like you have anybody to talk to, I encourage you reach out to me through the Uncommon Teen app. You can download that at uncommonteenapp.com and click on the tab that says connect with Jamie. I would love to encourage you where you are. And if you're able to, I highly, highly, highly encourage you get into the coaching program. It will be a life changer for you. I'll talk more about that in just a minute. With an accountability partner, if you are struggling with the sin or you're fighting temptation, that is why they're there. Expose that sin. Expose that temptation before it ever has place to take root in your life. It's the sins that are hidden and the temptations that are hidden that will destroy you. And ladies, I want you to live and thrive and walk in joy and peace and freedom. That's what God says that he's given you. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode and last week's episode really helped you out. I know that in this culture that we're living in, 
where it just seems like all of these things are just surrounding us. And it's just so easy to fall into that sin. With God, there's freedom and you can be free for the rest of your life because he is amazing. So I want you to repeat after me and I want you to really believe it from your heart when you say this, just like we say it every week. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, real quick, I told you that I would talk to you about the group coaching program. Enrollment is closing on Friday, August 26th at midnight so that I can be sure to get you all your welcome packages before we get started. And let me tell you, this welcome package is pretty amazing. Ladies, you hear me say all the time that I help teen girls overcome the real life issues that they are facing in a way that stays true to who God created them to be. And that is why I talk about topics like this on our podcast. I want to help you see your true value and worth in Jesus so that you can become confident in who God created you to be. The problem comes when we aren't confident in who God created us to be, because that's when we try to find our validation and our value from other people or from our sports or from school. When we find our value and validation from those things, it only makes us feel worse in the end. The only thing that can truly satisfy us is knowing who we are in Christ, being so confident in our true identity that nothing can shake us. And when that happens, you grow stronger in your walk with God. You become immune to the lies of this culture. You begin to develop good, godly friendships. You learn to make better decisions so you aren't second-guessing yourself or giving in to peer pressure. And it will honestly lead you to a place where you will genuinely enjoy life. And this is exactly what we do inside the group coaching program. So with that being said, I want to invite you to join us for our next round of group coaching programs. So this is what you have to do to find out if group coaching is right for you. Number one, tell your parents how excited you are about group coaching. Tell them that you're excited about growing in your walk with God. What parent does not want to hear that? Number two, then with your parents, go to either the Uncommon Teen app. Again, you can download that at UncommonTeenApp.com and click on the tab that says Life Coaching. Or you can go to the Uncommon Teen website at www.uncommonteen.com and click on the Life Coaching tab there. After you are there, click on that tab that says Let's Chat and get a call scheduled with me today. I cannot wait to meet both you and your parents on this call. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions 
And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I'm just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.